Hi, I'm Nora Young. Now, chances are you have a name. But do you own a domain name? Do you own a .com or a .ca or maybe a .biz? Well, Peter Rukovina thinks you probably should. This time last year, he ran a free workshop in Charlottetown to show anybody who wanted to learn how to register their own domain. Here's my full conversation with Peter explaining why. Hi, Peter. Hi there. So this time last year, you put on a free workshop in Charlottetown for people who wanted to get their own uh, domains. What prompted you to do that? Well, there had been an internet service provider here, a, a local independent internet service provider that actually got purchased by the, the cable company. And this all happened uh, relatively quickly. And a lot of people who had had uh, email addresses that ended in ISN.net, which was the uh, the name of the internet provider, all of a sudden were told that, that those email addresses were, were going to cease to exist. Mm-hmm. And of course, they, they were given the option of switching to the cable provider's uh, internet address format uh, or doing something else. And I suggested on my blog uh, earlier that perhaps they should consider doing something else. I, you know, I, was, I had received all these, I'm changing my email address, please update your address book messages from all these people who I knew who used this internet company. Right. And so I, I decided, well, you know, it's it's somewhat daunting uh, for people to, you know, who have never considered it to consider getting their own domain name. So to help uh, make it a gentler ride, I, I invited anyone who was interested to come down to my office and we just took a, a couple of hours to walk through the process of actually registering a domain name and then hooking it up to your email service. Right. So this means that you could be Peter at PeterRukovina.com forever. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And, and and the key there is that it, it used to be if you wanted to register your own domain name and, and then receive email there and have a website there, you actually used to have, you know, you had to be a web provider or you, you used to have to rent web space and it was very complicated to set up. Now it's it's really much easier. And, and especially when we're just talking about email, you can easily register a domain name and then just redirect email that goes to peter at p- peterrukovina.com to your Gmail account or your Yahoo account or your Hotmail account. So really the the delivery of the email and the, the branding or, or the email address can be two different things that, that are plugged into one another. Right. So what are some of the other advantages of owning your own domain? Well, I guess, you know, if, if you're concerned about your personal brand, which I think we're, we're told more and more in these Web 2.0 days that we need to be concerned with, um, it, it's a way of, of rep- you know, I think if you have a, a website address that is, you know, internetprovider.com slash users slash 1237 slash Peter, uh, that's one way of representing yourself to the world. Uh, having ruk.ca, which is my uh, domain name, is another way. And I, I think I, I prefer just in terms of strict branding, <laughs> representing myself with my own domain name. So that's that's certainly one thing. Yeah, it sounds like you're having trouble saying the word branding without <laughs> without laughing there. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we just smile on my face. <laughs> we did hear uh, Spark producer Elizabeth Bowie talk about the fact that when people Google her name, there are these two other very different Elizabeth Bowies that come up uh, first. So I guess this is part of that same thing of like this is her way of saying I'm this Elizabeth Bowie. I'm not that Elizabeth Bowie or the other Elizabeth Bowie, right? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to say that the other Elizabeth Bowie couldn't go out and register ElizabethBowie.com and masquerade as the real Elizabeth Bowie herself mm-hmm. but uh, but it yeah it does a, a, add a little bit to the pile I suppose right so Peter I, I have a confession to make I have not registered my own name yet and as far as I can tell NoraYoung.ca is still up for grabs I guess I should register right now <laughs> not before I do I know that you posted a pretty thorough how to uh, do this on your blog can you just quickly take me through the basics of registering a domain 
Yeah, and I guess the the important thing here is that you register the domain yourself because ultimately you want to be the the, the whole point here is is control into the future, and so you don't want to go to your internet company and say, please register this domain for me because uh, there's always the chance that they'll register it in their name, not in your name. So mm. this is something that you should uh, approach, I think, as a self service, or uh, if you have a geeky friend who can walk you through it, then uh, get your geeky friend to walk you through it. Uh, but but the idea here is that you're going to go to what's called a domain name registrar, and there are many of those. Uh, some of them are Canadian, some of them are American. I think it's probably best to just ask around, talk to your friends, and find out where they've got good service from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you do is you go to these domain name registrars. You uh, Usually on their front page, you'll see a field where you can type in a domain name that you might be interested in, and they'll immediately come back and tell you that that's, that's registered to someone else or that it's free. Uh, many of them will al- also offer you suggestions if the one that you're looking for, if NoraYoung.ca is taken, they might say Young Nora is free. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, you, you get to the point where you've identified the domain name that is that is free and available. They'll give you a, a price for the registration. And again, that will vary depending on the domain name registrar. They, they charge different prices. Uh, and it'll also d- uh, depend on the end of the domain. So a .com, for example, is a different price than a .ca, is a different price than a .net, for example. Right. So uh, once you've identified that you want Nora Young, let's say, .ca, you you look at the price, you say, that's fine, you enter your payment information, and usually what happens as part of this purchasing process is you're offered a number of options. Um, Some of these options are actually quite useful. Some domain name registrars sort of make it their business to insert confusing and complex (laughs) options at every stage of the game. And, you know, some of these are like, do you want domain name life insurance? And so you really have to be wary of... Of, of while you're walking it, walking through it. And that's why it helps to have a geeky friend sort of at, at, at your side while you're doing this, because they can identify, well, no, you need that, but you don't need that. Mm-hmm. But really, if, you, if you're just concerned about hooking up your email to your domain, what you're looking for is something usually called mail forwarding. And, and often it's actually included for free when you register a name. And, and what happens is at the end of the process, you've registered the domain name, you're now the owner of it. Uh, there'll be a, a way using the website again for you to say, okay, I want all the email for no at norayoung.com to go to this Gmail account or to this Hotmail mm. account or or even if you have a you know a, a, a local telephone cable or or a, or other internet company account you can just redirect the mail that way, and the, and the point is that then that becomes the email address that you publish and distribute and and becomes your sort of your your email identity. Mm-hmm. The way you pick up your email really you know it's it's completely up to you and it, and it, you can continue to use what you're using for all intents and purposes. Smart. So once I've registered norayoung.ca, what can I actually do with it? Well, uh, other than getting your email, uh, often, again, these domain name registrars are also in the business of selling web space. And so you may find that, you know, for an extra only $1.99 a month or $12.99 a month or some amount per month, uh, they'll actually give you the ability to hook that up to a website. And then you can, you know, you can publish a blog there or you can, you know, do whatever you might want to do with a website. Um, the other option you have is if you don't want to take advantage of their offer, you can often go to someplace like Blogger or any of the, the free blogging tools and there's an option there where you can basically associate norayoung.com with what might otherwise be you know norayoung.blogger.com and so then the website address of your blog becomes personalized as well. Oh, cool. You know, I know that a lot of people even after they hear this interview are probably hesitant to get their own domain. Why do you think that is? Well, it, it still is it, it's 
it's a, a system that has a relatively complex uh, history. I remember when I registered my first domain name in, in 1994, it actually, there was like a two to three week turnaround and I had to send proof of incorporation mm. and it was very laden with bureaucratic overhead. Uh, and I think people still think maybe it's that, it's that confusing. I think maybe also people think, well, you know, domain names are only for like real people or real companies. And, and sometimes it's hard to, to conceive of ourselves in, in that light. But I think it truly is something that's available to everyone. Um, and, and it doesn't necessarily even need to be something you take on yourself. You know, you might, instead of registering noryoung.com, you might go and, and you know, get the, the members of the Young family together, each chip in a dollar and register young.com mm. if, if it were available. And then your email address could be nora at young.com and, and someone else's could be something else at young.com. Mm. And, and, you know, there, there's usually a geeky person in at least every family. <laughs> uh, and so that can be the person who's, re- who's responsible for going through that process. You know, Peter, uh, we Twittered about this, about domain registration, and it turns out that a lot of the people in the Spark community already own uh, domains. Hugh McGuire said he owns about 25. Uh, G. Valentino said, I think domains are like tattoos. You agonize over the first one and then go crazy with everyone after. How many domains do you own, Peter? Well, I sent your producer Dan a list yesterday. I actually didn't count it up, but it seemed like an awful lot. Actually, <laughs> but back, back, back in 2000, I actually ran a report. The, the big domain name registrar at that time was called Network Solutions, and they actually emailed everyone a report of the amount of money they had spent registering domain names since they had started operations. And in 2000, I was at $4,000 worth. So, <laughs> so I've, I've backed off a little from there. <laughs> when you sent that list, did you know what they, I mean, did you recognize all of them or were some well, of them so, like now, the truth, truth be told, I'd register some of those on behalf of clients, so they weren't all vanity domain (laughs) names. (laughs) Thanks, Peter. Thank you. I'm off to register noryoung.ca right now. That's my full conversation with Peter Rukavina. A shorter version of that will air on the March 4th episode of Spark. Peter's written a thorough how-to explaining how you, yes, you, can register your very own domain name. We've got a link to that up at the blog, cbc.ca slash spark. And that's where you'll also find the Enhanced Spark podcast. If you like getting these kinds of full, uncut interviews before they hit the airwaves, why not sign up? Just go to cbc.ca slash spark and click on podcast. I'm Nora Young. Thanks for listening.